0: Welcome in, yeah. Wyoming, Wyoming Knuckleheads. <laughs> and we've got some some uh, remote Wyoming Knuckleheads or uh, transplants, I should say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're uh, joined today by uh, Nick Gale and Will Kraft. Thanks for uh, coming on the show, guys. We've been trying to work it out and happy we can finally do that. Yeah, thanks for having thanks us. For we're having super
2: us. excited to be here. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm excited to learn a little bit about uh, your guys' band and your guys' backgrounds. And then, um, you know, for all the listeners, we've got a little, a special surprise. So it's really cool. So yeah. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I You guys got my message. So um, love, loved it. So, yeah. Um, let's just jump right in, guys, to um, kind of your both of your guys' musical backgrounds. Um, you know, Will, you know, how long have you guys been playing and, and really can kind of be music in general?
2: Um, that's a great question. I think I first picked up an instrument. I think it was the violin when I was in first grade. Um, and I spent a year on that and I decided it wasn't for me. And so I, um, I don't really count that as starting, but um, I, I guess that was the first thing um, that I picked up the guitar in fourth grade um, and it's kind of been nonstop, just learning new instruments and picking stuff up from there.
3: Awesome. Nick? Yeah, I got to say about the same. Uh, I did um, violin in elementary school um, and uh, I, I don't know, I, I liked violin, but I needed something a little more heavy and rock and roll. And um, uh, that game Guitar Hero was out and real popular at the time. I loved that game. So, uh, you know, mom and dad got me a guitar for sometime in second grade. And I've been taking, took lessons for a long time. So been playing guitar forever, did bass in the orchestra. And now I'm kind of branching out and doing more drums and all that. But Yeah. It's been, it's been a long time.
0: For sure. For any of our younger listeners, I think, you know, uh, that uh, guitar hero is probably like an old (laughs) (laughs) that's dating ourselves. Um, what was, uh, we'll go, um, it sounds like you guys have some heavy rock influences. What were kind of your first songs you both learned?
3: Uh, all the ACDC songs were the, the, the first thing that I learned as a very young kid. Um, but then uh, my hard rock influences tended to branch out, and um, like Led Zeppelin's my favorite band. I picked up a lot of that, um, and then even out of that, I've found way more genres than hard rock, and I've loved to kind of just branch out. Anything that's really grooving, I I try to listen and figure out how to play it myself.
2: I honestly didn't really get into rock music until I was probably in high school. Um, and then I really got into the, the Led Zeppelin kind of classic stuff, um, like my freshman year of college, um, bluegrass music and cowboy music was really big for me growing up just because I was surrounded by that all the time, uh, growing up with the Kraft brothers. Um, which was a blessing and a curse. Definitely. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very thankful to have grown up in that environment. Um, it's, it, it taught me a lot about being a musician and playing music. And, um, if, if you know those guys though, it's inevitable that I'm a little screwed up from all that time spent with them. But, um, cowboy tunes was kind of what I grew up on and then kind of transitioned into the rock stuff I think more when I started playing drums and when I picked up like electric bass and electric instruments that's kind of when that ship sailed cool cool
0: so kind of different different beginnings I guess
3: yeah (laughs) well (laughs) Well, we try to mesh it all together which I think we do a pretty good job at sometimes sometimes it like
2: a little too
3: much and you know it's I don't know we we want to find our own sound you know and uh, it, it's taken all of our influences and many new ones that we just find every every day. So, yeah, right on. Yeah, definitely. Well,
1: you know, I know you guys obviously, and there's a lot of the the classical influence, you know, in, in all three of our are playing, and I think that is a huge huge thing too that people don't really understand when they pick up an instrument as that classical influence and how much that really just kind of shapes that foundation of just of music, you know, and playing songs and, and stuff. So, um, well, cool. So I guess, uh, my next question for you guys is when did you kind of first realize that, that passion for music, uh, you know, either playing it or, you know, wanting to, to just kind of step out from just playing in the school, uh, orchestra.
2: Um, I know for me, um, I started playing with the Kraft Brothers when I was in eighth or ninth grade, right around that end of junior high age, and I think I kind of like started doing it because I I didn't have to, but it was kind of like something that I was gonna do, um, and I didn't really think about it all that much, and but I remember there was the first year that I played, I was 13 or 14 and, um, Dave, my uncle Dave craft would, he wouldn't yell at me, but I thought he was yelling at me. Um, and it was, I would have these moments where I, I broke down crying once or twice, like uncle Dave hates me. Um, but really it's just because I was not playing right. And, you know, he's saying, Hey, you know, fix this. You're pick it up. You're too slow, whatever it was. Um, and I think when that switch flipped that I realized, Oh no, he doesn't hate me. He's just, you know, we're in the moment, so he's got to yell at me, but he, he's just trying to make me better. Um, when that switch flipped for me, when I realized kind of how to take criticism, um, I think that's when I really started to, to fall in love with it and realize the possibilities. Yeah.
3: Nick. Yeah. And I'm, for me, um, I kind of got this passion from Will, really, because right around my freshman year of high school, we we all just met up at his house one time uh, and just kind of worked on some some fun covers and one original tune that and we really kind of were able to put together this whole thing. Like I wrote a guitar solo for his original song. And, um, you know, that was so much fun. And then our whole goal during that specific time was to go to stars of tomorrow at the wild theater and do the whole talent show. And that was so much fun. We absolutely rocked it. And we ended up winning a little bit of some cash money and we all got paid. And I was like, Whoa, you can do this. You can like rock out on stage and then get some money for it. And I think that really kind of, uh, just put a little dream in my head that I've been chasing. And, uh, also, you know, Zach is my big brother and he's a, he's a great musician as well. Um, I actually, Well, I mean, he's, he's a self-taught guitarist. I'll say that, but I learned, I showed him the basics, right? I got him kind of to jump out and figure it out. And I'm super, you know, it's always great to watch him play and see stuff that I don't even know how to do. And he's just figured out himself and kind of being able to show someone that kind of stuff has really, you know, it changes your perspective. It's no longer you, you can, you know, really change a lot of stuff with the, with music. And then we started a band after that and, you know, have been playing live with that and really having fun.
0: That's awesome. I want to, you know, there's a, you kind of made a connection to, to kind of like Will's upbringing with, with his, his family, you know, with the Kraft brothers, um, that, it, it was kind of natural, right? You were kind of in that environment of creating music and, and live, you know, playing live events early on. And then, you know, kind of getting Nick in the, in the fold. And then Nick kind of just mentioned about, you know, your relationship with Zach, you know, sharing that, Hey, look, I, I learned this or, you know, try this. And, um, you know, you guys have done that in regards to like the editing, right. And, and like, cause that's a music, you know, there's that music side to it. So it's, like you said, it's not mine anymore. It's I'm sharing that. And it's, um, so, which is probably, I would imagine what it was like being around the craft brothers too. You know, it's, it's that helpful criticism of like, no, this is how, you, you know, this is how it needs to be done. And, um, that was kind of a cool little turnaround there, you guys. Um, so was this when, when you guys started going for that, um, that show um is this when the band got formed is this when the band got together
3: yeah it's when two of the band members made the band and has always stuck with the band we've kind of cycled people throughout um and i mean we always have fun with people we're playing with um but uh it's as, as like the recording side and kind of the concreteness is will and i and hot gazpacho that's our that's our band we have our buddy isaac grimes as our drummer back home and we love to play with him as well
0: okay I know Isaac okay all right um how'd you guys come up with that name
2: that was all Will I think yeah I was trying to think about that when you sent over those questions and (laughs) I can't remember exactly what the thought process was but I do know that we have Probably thirty or forty band names we that we so many names, yeah. oh <laughs> man. so many names, and <laughs> we're like, "What if
3: every album's like a different band name?" And you know, that's a bad idea. Really. Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: that's our idea. But is it though? Has anyone done before. that before? <laughs> Probably. Well, yeah, you wouldn't know because you wouldn't know who they were. Yeah, that too.
3: <laughs> it's like fun, but you're cursing yourself.
2: Well, and you guys,
0: Will was a freshman, right? So I mean, as y- I see Will's really thinking hard, like, I'm not really trying to remember hard here what the thought process, you know, I was like, I don't remember a whole yeah. lot. So, um, no, that's fair,
2: guys. I think guys. that we one know, was this us. up, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's like a gazpacho is cold soup. So yeah, hot gazpacho. That's pretty <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and, uh, I like, <laughs> yeah, you don't see that every day. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> That's good. I know when, I don't know how many people actually g- get it. I mean, like we get it. I think when I was, you know, I played a couple gigs with you guys and, uh, people, are like, oh, what's the, what's the band name? Hot gazpacho. And they, it takes them a while for them to like kind of wrap their head around it. Like I know what gazpacho is, but, but what, what is gazpacho? You know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, they usually like us when they actually hear the music. Yeah. <laughs> so when they it, it's like hard. Right. Once they yeah. can get past I the n- name. <laughs> the Nashville crowd really likes Hocus I've heard. So okay. they're taking that name. Yeah. We
2: did yeah. spell it wrong. I, I, yeah, did, did. I did find out. Nick told me about 10 minutes after I submitted all the forms for Spotify and everything, he said, Hey, I think you spelled that wrong. And I said, <laughs> well, I sent it in. So that's how it's <laughs> going to be spelled. Yep. That's how we do it, I guess.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's
3: rock and roll, right?
0: That, that's original. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. <laughs> um, what were some of your earliest gigs outside that, um, that Sheridan YO, what was that called? Was it stars of tomorrow? Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. outside of that, um, performance, what was kind of your guys' first gigs?
3: I think, did that. I remember a Luminous gig mm-hmm. right around the time I turned 18.
2: Yeah, um, I know we played a few shows at Luminous. Um, was our, were our New Year's shows? That was one of the earlier ones, right? Those were pretty uh-huh. early, and that was at um, the Elks. Yeah, Elks. we did Zach, some cool Zach was playing there. shows at the Elks with uh, Nick and Zach's band, Nothing Special. Um, those were really fun. I'm trying to think if there was, I mean, we really made the band for. Um, for the Stars of Tomorrow. I mean, I had written this song and kind of asked Nick if he wanted to play lead guitar on it, if he wanted to write a solo. And then uh, we got one of our buddies, Thomas Detmer, uh, to play bass with us. And we didn't really have any plans of doing anything after that. But um, like Nick said, it was like, whoa, you know, this is a song that we wrote together and here we are playing it for people and they're clapping their hands instead of booing us so
3: <laughs> that's a uh, good the Big sign horn why was also another great gig that we love to play um i think we, once we kind of got to like luminous early on we kind of started pushing more people and branched out and really found places to go yeah but yeah it's been super fun
2: Yeah, Sheridan's a really great place for supporting musicians. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of places to play and everybody loves to come out and support people. So we've been very fortunate to have kind of started in a place like that.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. I feel like there's there's a lot of small venues to start. And then I mean, even even like the, the the breweries we've talked about. I mean, they can be small, and then you can pack it. So I mean, it's it's kind of yeah. that whole you can get that range. Right. So that's pretty cool.
1: Right. Well, I wanted to ask you guys. I mean, you guys talked about it just came together for the stars of tomorrow, uh, and then it just kind of evolved into you know more gigs playing around town. Um, but what about like the creating original music part? Like, when did you know? Did you ever see it going that far? Creating more original music. I mean, or it was again, just, you know, maybe we wrote that one song, but well, you know, it's fun to just play some covers and, uh, get the crowd involved.
2: I mean, I think the dream is to keep, to keep making music. We've got an album right now, um, of kind of just some mishmash stuff that we've been working on over the last couple of years. Um, and I know we'd like to keep, writing more. We talk a lot about writing more. Um, I know I talk more about writing than I actually (laughs) write. Um, so yeah, I mean, it it would be awesome if we were able to keep doing this and I don't see any reason why we wouldn't be able to, unless I, you know, unless we run out of ideas, but
3: (laughs) yeah, definitely both parts of that question are our goal. I mean, it's always to create music more and write more, but, um, definitely have fun as well. Um, I, I tend to have a little too much fun and some of the stuff I write, it's just like, wouldn't it be funny if kind of this song character guy is just, you know, this way and then this happens like and then you write the song and it's kind of not very good and <laughs> you have to just go back to it. and um, But um, that's that's all always fun to kind of hash out the different things. Like that's one actually of, one really of the songs <laughs> we're working on for our upcoming release. Um, is an original I wrote that's kind of more, you know, on the happy-go-lucky side and it has kind of a funnier um, theme, I guess, overall. And um, I don't know, I, I listen to it and I'm like, man, are people even going to, like, is this going to connect? And I think I think it will just because, you know, it's just kind of what we do. We have fun with it. If we have fun with it, someone else is bound to have fun with it. One thing. It is like my dad. I, I love that <laughs> even, you know, so.
2: One thing that's good is uh, Nick said that he might have a little too much fun. And I don't know if that's true, but I I know I take myself too seriously when I write. I'll, I'll look at something a day later and, you know, say, wow, that's depressing or like that's too much. And and so it's good to have Nick who's who's naturally kind of the other way and we can bounce stuff of stuff off each other. And like Nick said, come to a good balance.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I, I do want to ask you guys. um, just a quick question what what are kind of your favorite covers
2: that we play
0: yeah or just you know if will you're like I'd you know if you I don't know if you could pick ten songs that you're doing you know just a cover <laughs>
2: That's a great question. Nick uh, showed me this band called the Wood Brothers, um, and they're like this really cool folk rock kind of intersection. So um, anything by them, I've been really into the Wood Brothers and uh, this guy named Coulter Wall, okay. who's kind of a country, like outlaw country vibe kind of thing. Um, those are both, I've been playing a lot of their stuff recently. Yeah, I
3: always enjoy to... Um uh, I think Pink Floyd's "Wish You Were Here is just such a fantastic tune, um, and usually wherever venue you're at usually has fun with that. And um, we, I've, I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of the arrangement I've done with that. We got Zach on violin for that song. And, uh that's always really fun to kind of get these bluegrass elements into a different sound. And um, I tend to, I, we we tend to like to do that with a lot of the covers. Wood Bros are great. They they have this song called "Honey Jar" that we just think rocks real hard. Um, yeah, I can't think uh, that's such a good question. And it's kind of, well, there's probably nice a lot. It's, I mean, you guys, there's have, a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, t- I also like to cover uh, Will's songs, too. Like, I'll go around campus and, like, strum them and sing them, and people be like, did you write that? And I'm like, uh, I wrote, like, this one chord, like <laughs> this one little change. My buddy wrote it, but I just, I love it so much, so, you know. Hey, well I do the same
2: thing to your songs, so. <laughs> uh,
1: that's awesome. I, uh, I want to kind of skip and then come back to the question because we're on that. I think about just the creative process with, with songwriting, how do you kind of approach, uh, writing songs or writing, you know, music? Um, and then talk a little bit more too about how you guys kind of help, uh, you guys bounce ideas off each other and kind of strengthen that whole process together.
3: Yeah. Coming from classical music personally, I've, I'm pretty good with, um, getting kind of the more music aspect of the track, like a guitar or a bass line. Like I can kind of hear it and fi- figure it out. And so I tend to do that more. Lyrics are tough for me. Um, lyrics are just tough in general though. Um, but I love bouncing things to Will and um, Will's a, uh, much more of a drummer than I am. So he can kind of pick up on like some cool rhythms that might help the track move along and um, great bassist too. He'll, he'll switch around my bass lines and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely lyrics are something I have to work more on. Um, I, I like uh, kind of doing the, the, writing the guitar solos and the real loud parts. Yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> Yeah, I think, um, like Nick said, I mean, my, my background is in drums and bass. Like that's what I played in high school. Um, you know, most seriously, and that's what I've, have spent the most time practicing. And so that's definitely where my head goes first. You know, I'll, I'll be thinking about a bass groove and a, a drum line and, um, But honestly, with the creative process, I'm so inconsistent. I feel like I've only written, what, seven or eight songs that I'm actually proud of at this point. There's there's a lot of other ones. But um, I I feel like sometimes I start with just a little two line rhyme something. um, And so I build out with lyrics first and then say, okay, well, this is a happy song. So let's write a happy Chord progression or whatever it is, and um, and then other times it's the opposite where I do the music first and then say, "Well, this sounds sad. What can I write that's sad with it?" Um, but like like Nick was saying, um, I think our differences are really are really helpful in in the creative process because Nick's a lot more melodic, uh, at least naturally. Like the first thing that Nick thinks of will be melody more often than me if that makes sense. Um so it's we we just have similar ears because we were both uh you know brought up playing classical music but also we have different interests and different backgrounds so you know we both bring something different. Right?
1: Well, how has uh maybe growing up in Wyoming or you know growing up out in the west kind of shaped that um, that, that approach to music or just the songs that you, you like in general?
3: Yeah. I, uh, I did want to say also to that last question, but it answers this one as well. Um, like I like to think of settings or maybe little like a character or a certain emotion that a character would feel rather than like me or someone I know. Cause I think that kind of can branch open a, a, Any type of creative piece, whether it's music or writing or a painting or drawing. And um, uh, with Wyoming, I mean, I just, I love the mountains. I love the rivers and streams and, you know, the trees and all that. And so I tend to think about that while writing something. And even if it's like a kind of harder rock groove, it's like, I imagine flying through the dirt dirt roads on like a four by four, you know, and having that blast through the speakers and, uh, you know, maybe someone else doesn't really pick up on kind of that, what I'm putting out, but it it helps me at least internalize a a feeling. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have much like Wyoming lyrics. I, I kind of do on one song, but I still have let that inspiration kind of soak in and take over.
2: I think for me, more than creatively, it's um, that that makes me think, you know, again, of playing with the Kraft brothers. And that's just such a huge part of my uh, of my life and musical life, I guess that, um, you know, that it, it was at such a developmental age for me, like starting at age 13 and playing with them. I still play with them when I can, but, um, you know, like all through my teenage years playing a lot of cowboy music and hanging out on, ranches or at weddings or at weird corporate events when I knew other people were not doing those things. Um, it, it was, it was interesting to, you know, be around different people and, but also be around music in an environment where it was taken seriously, but not too seriously. The Kraft brothers, the Kraft brothers are good because they, you know, have spent a long time perfecting what they do, but, Um, their, their whole thing, kind of like Nick was saying is to make sure that everybody's having a good time. And so I think my, my attitude towards live music and how I like things to operate on a stage, I think a lot of that comes from the Kraft brothers and Dave Kraft's internalized orders that he's yelled in my ear over the years. Um, <laughs> and, and also just the music that I like. I mean, I still love listening to the writers in the sky and, you know, old cowboy tunes and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah. Right on. Awesome. I think uh, that leads us into um, your guys' new single, um, kind of talking about the creative process a little bit. So, you guys, tell us a little bit about uh, Black Tooth Mountain.
2: So, yeah, this is interesting coming from the creative process, actually. So, we did not write this song. This is the one on the album uh, that we did not write, but my my dad wrote this. So, the Kraft brothers kind of created this tune. I want to say six years ago, um, my dad wrote the lyrics, Mitch Kraft, and then Dave and JT helped put together the instrumentation. And, um, you know, they're the only ones who have ever played it. Um, but Nick and I both like this kind of song, uh, this sort of outlaw country feel. And um, we, it's pretty similar to another song that we play. And we were talking one time and just... I've always loved it. And we, we, said, let's record it. They're not going to, so we might as well do it so that it's, I mean, it's a fantastic song. I've, I've got to give them credit for writing a really great song and, and we're really happy to have been able to record it. Nick, I don't know if there's any other preface thoughts you have, but.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's like a local feel, um, within this song and we, we really had fun making it, you know, sound as great and awesome as we could get it to be. And, uh, I, it feels like something that's kind of been passed down through this whole lineage of, you know, our friends and Will's family, of course. And yeah, it's just super, super cool. It's
1: cool. Well, so, uh, tell us who all plays on the track. So there's, there's quite a few parts to this, uh, to this song and it's a great song. Like you guys said, uh, it kind of fits that storytelling a little bit too, which, which I really like in a song. Um, but who, who all is playing on this track?
2: So this track was, uh, mostly just Nick and I, um, and then my, my dad, Mitch Kraft recorded the, the sweet fiddle solo, uh, on there. Um, <laughs> Uh, so Nick recorded the, I believe, the electric guitars and the bass. And then I think I recorded the drums and the acoustic guitar and the vocal. Um, honestly, I'm not exactly sure because I Nick and I recorded so many songs so quickly and ended up changing the way that we did them. Cause we made a lot of mistakes that we had to learn from in the recording <laughs> process, but, um, it's, it's all Nick and I on the, on the rhythm instruments and then Mitch Craft on lead fiddle. Yeah. That was a part of a much larger session with a lot of things going
3: on. I think probably at that point, I think I might've just done electric guitar and will kind of took over like every other aspect of the song, but, <laughs> um, even even then, I think I, you know, we both were offering a lot of ideas, even though one of us was maybe just doing drums at the time, and the other guy's just monitoring to make sure the sound doesn't just explode our computer and stuff. And but um, yeah, there's there's all so many things that that we like to do with that that stuff. Yeah, well, go
1: into that a little bit more because I don't think what people understand when they hear this song is. You guys didn't do this in a in a nice fancy studio downtown Nashville, right? You guys were were kind of putting this together with your own tools and with your own equipment. So tell yeah, us about a, that.
3: It was a I mean, we like it. It's a nice studio in Sheridan. Um Will I'll let Will introduce, you know, it's he he got us in touch with some folks that got us some space downtown that we could use. Um but uh, it, we're, we're bringing in our own gear that we've kind of collected throughout the years and uh, just having to rely on our ears and our technique that we've picked up as musician and audio engineers.
2: Yeah, so we were um, really fortunate um, to be able to work with Aspen Grove Music Studio. Um, and but but they're not a recording studio um Amanda Patterson who who runs that is awesome and I play with her in Wyoming band um and but but the the studio is for piano and vocal lessons um so she she gives piano and vocal lessons um to you know kids and other people in the community and Uh, Essentially, we we asked her if she had space because she has two kind of rooms that she uses for that. And she was very, very gracious and said, yeah, you know, as long as you clean up after yourselves, you can uh, (laughs) you can use this room when I'm not having piano lessons. And so Nick and I would go in there every night and make a huge mess with all of our wires and drums and amps and everything going everywhere and record for a few hours and then clean everything up so she could have piano lessons the next day. (laughs) Um, But I mean, that is like you said we weren't in a fancy studio but it kind of felt fancy to us because we were used to you know doing things in our basement right. so even <laughs> just
3: in a, a just a shop on across the railroad tracks uh, <laughs> our buddy Brian Ritterbush <laughs> let us use and uh we made a lot of fun recordings but the sound was not mm-hmm. quite there it sounded like it was recorded next to a train cuz you know
2: cuz it was would, yeah. the train <laughs> passed by every now and then <laughs> it <definitely>
1: was. so <laughs>
2: Yeah. Um, but it, it was definitely a learning experience, I would say. I mean, Nick and I both have experience with um, producing and recording stuff. But I would say before uh, this winter, we did not have that much experience or not as much as we thought we did. Um, because it again, you know, taking it from, OK, I know how to play the guitar to this song, but having to set up the microphones and know where to put them and get it into the computer and then mix it down in the end. And uh, again, we made a lot of mistakes and had to do a lot of things twice or three times or four times, but Um, I think, I mean, I know that we're both really proud to have done this entirely by ourselves. We, you know, other than again, having Amanda Patterson offer the the studio space and we were fortunate enough to work with some musicians like Mitch Kraft. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, really this was, this was Nick and I, and it's not perfect, but, but it, it does feel really, really cool to be able to say that we did it we did it and you know i also i'm thankful for you know stuff
3: like mommy and daddy buying me a cool computer here and there <laughs> and getting me a cool little uh, getting a guitar and the amp and some of that stuff so you know we did all this all kind of on our own but with also the help of so many people and the, the community as well who loves our music so yeah absolutely
0: that's awesome Um, I do want to get to because hopefully we don't run out of time. But so uh, we just talked about your new single, The Black Tooth Mountain. Um, But what is what's kind of in the future for you guys in hot gazpacho? What's kind of some things that people should be on the lookout for?
2: Yeah, so like we've mentioned a couple times, um, we are working on an album right now. We recorded the whole thing this winter at Aspen Grove Studios. Thank you again, Aspen Grove Studios. Um, And right now we're just in the process of mixing it down and getting it mastered and all the post-production stuff that we thought we knew it would be a lot of work, but we are still very much working on it four months later. So um, we're hoping to have it out sometime in june um and then another single before that but yeah it's been a real long busy
3: uh mixing session since um you know about christmas time you know we both went our own ways uh to go to school for the time being and so when we have free time we we meet up sometimes on zoom even and like kind of mix our own songs and that's a lot of fun but uh Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like it's taken us a longer than it should have, but you got to add that distance in and then quarantine has never been helpful. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, everyone hates 2020. I don't even need to mention that kind of (laughs) stuff, but yeah, it's, it's been a, an interesting run. Yeah. What about a summer events, summer gigs?
2: Um, We don't have anything official planned right now. I know this summer is going to be different because Nick is – going to leave our little pond. He's Mr. Big shot now, and he's sticking around Nashville this summer. Um, so I know he's going to come back and we'll, we'll play as much music as we can, um, when he's around, but, uh, hopefully he'll be, you know, playing it, playing at some big clubs in Nashville and getting us, getting us some gigs down there. (laughs) Yes.
3: Hopefully I don't know about big shot, but, um, (laughs) yeah, once, once we get closer to summer, we'll, we'll have that more final I'm sure we'll be able to get some fun live music in. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about that. (laughs) Well, let's
0: touch on that. Um, You know, Will kind of did give a good segue there. So, Nick, you're in Nashville, and then, uh, Will, you said you're down in uh, Tuscaloosa. Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, What are you guys pursuing career-wise? I don't think we kind of – we probably maybe should have started with that. but um, Because you guys are going into kind of the music industry.
2: Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Um, my, I'm I'm studying philosophy and then I'm also creating kind of in the process of building my own music business degree. So we'll see what I end up doing. I, I would love to be able to get involved in either mixing and mastering or instrument repair stuff. But I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm studying, um, audio engineering at, um, Belmont university in Nashville. Um, and, um, so yeah, I, I that I'm also kind of hoping to get to, you know, doing some sort of production, um, even like films and TV, there's, there's all sorts of, uh, need for audio guys. And that's kind of where I'm looking right now, but it's also a lot of fun to be able to mix your own music. You know, And one, if you can learn how to do that yourself, then that's like one less Thing to rely on. I mean, you still got to find other people and f- see what they think about your sound and alter that. And we've done that a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, once I know more, we'll know so much more, I feel like. So <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah.
1: No, that's cool. Uh, audio engineering. So that's the, the production side, the music producing side, right? Yeah. Um, more so what more you've been the
3: recording and yeah. producing of the music and all that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have left
1: on here? Uh, Oh, uh, so where can people find you? So we talked about Black Tooth Mountains, your new single. Uh, When is that coming out, and where can people find that?
2: That will be out this Saturday, April 17th, and you can find it wherever you get your music. Um, It'll be everywhere, YouTube, Pandora... Title and also the normal ones like Spotify and Apple Music. Um, Yeah. We would really appreciate, you know, if, if you would at least listen to it, if you hate it, that's fine, um, but you can't know until you listen to it, so. Exactly. Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> and you guys have a you guys have a profile on Spotify, I think, right? Under Hot Gazpacho? Under
2: yeah, Hot we're Gazpacho. on Spotify and Apple Music as Hot Gazpacho and Facebook as well. Um, that's definitely the best way to reach us directly for summer booking opportunities. We yeah. would love to come play at your wedding party Whatever it
0: is, podcast studio. Um, I
3: podcast, studio. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Is,
0: is that the uh, is that the best way to support you guys? Is, you know, does that Facebook page, um, y- you know, is that the like you said that's the best way to uh, get in touch with you guys, support you, get some gigs? Um, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, follow us there. Follow us on you know if whether it's Apple Music or Spotify or whatever you like to listen to music on um, you know, like the songs, put them on playlists. That's, that's yeah. That put them on playlists. <laughs> there, <laughs> there you go. go. All it, right. It tricks, it tricks the algorithm just a little bit you <laughs> know, and it kinda helps us out. So.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if this Saturday is going to be very nice, but I, uh, will definitely turn that on and drink some beer and, uh, and listen to that. So, and share it with everybody I know. So <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you.
0: Yeah. It's um, is there anything, guys, that we may be left out that's important to you two in regards to your guys' music and the band? Um
2: That's
3: a good question. I think we're, uh, what do you think, Will?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure of anything specific. I will reiterate something Nick said um, when I said that we did it all by ourselves, Nick made a great point of saying we did and we didn't. We've had a lot of awesome help and support from, I mean, really the whole community of Sheridan, but um, definitely Aspen Grove Studios and Alpha Graphics have like continuously supported us and it's really been awesome, so.
1: Awesome.
2: Cool. Well, uh, we do have a special uh, treat.
1: Uh, Nick did send me the audio file for your song, so uh, we're gonna play it here. People can listen to. I think we're gonna try and get this out maybe like a day before uh, the song comes out. Maybe just as like a here's a here's a your you know introducing the song. So we'll sneak Yeah, preview. and before yeah.
0: before he hits it, I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I knew we were getting a preview, but I didn't know we were like we we're debuting it, like yeah. as you just said that. I was like, "What?" I was like, "So I'm super <laughs> pumped now." So, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So
1: before, B-
2: debut. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> before I hit it, that's one more time. That's Hot Gazpacho. Uh, That's Nick Gale and Will Craft, uh, and they're. Uh, on all streaming platforms, uh, wherever you listen to your music, uh, their new single, Blacktooth Mountain, comes out this Saturday, April 17th. Uh, so go ahead, share that, like it, subscribe, uh, and listen to it all weekend long. Here you go. This is Blacktooth Mountain. <laughs>
4: I'm pushing hard for Black Tooth Mountain. The sheriff's policy's on my trail. I'm pushing hard for Black Tooth Mountain to keep my red neck out of jail. I met a girl. Said she'd love me Through thick and thin Or come what may At the edge Of Little Goose Creek That pretty girl And I did lay That pretty girl She had a secret heard that he was the sheriff man When I heard those hounds a-baying I headed west for higher land I'm pushing hard for black silk Mountain Sheriff's See On my trail. I'm pushing Hard From black to the mountain To keep my Red Neck out of jail Well red great road Is far Below me And the air Getting awful thin From this outcrop Oh, I can see um, That sheriff man And it's 14 men I've climbed as high As my God would let me And so it's here That I'll take my stand My daddy's cold beside me Fifteen rounds One for each man I'm pushing hard For Black Truth Mountain Sheriff's Posse On my trail I'm pushing hard
1: Was awesome. Well, I'm gonna have to call your dad and see if he can help me fiddle like that. <laughs> um, once again, that's uh Haki Spacho, uh Nick uh Nick Gale and Will Craft Uh thanks so much, guys, for coming on. Appreciate it. That was that was super cool. Thanks yeah, so thanks much. for having us.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, congrats, and uh thank you for letting us uh do the debut and thanks for coming on the Zoom call, guys. Um, and best luck to you guys.
3: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thanks again.